things are more emotional and bring families closer together than the sport of football, the athleticism, the brute force, the close wins, and the heartbreaking losses. No team has nurtured that family bond better than the Green Bay Packers, and no place resembles that true football spirit better than the frozen tundra. Many people say you don't become a Packer fan. You're born that way. You bleed green and gold. Now, here are your hosts, father and son, Mike and Sean Reagan, with the Bleeding Green and Gold podcast. Welcome to week 10 edition of Bleeding Green and Gold. I'm Mike. I'm Sean. <laughs> what? It broke up on my end, so it sounded like you weren't sure who you were. <laughs> I'm sh- on. I mean, uh, not well, not I- every day, but today I'm pretty sure that's who I am. <laughs> who would have thunk it? Packers pull out a fourth quarter comeback to defeat the Cowgirls and Mike McCarthy in overtime, 31 to 28. The record now is four and six, and we got some tough teams coming up to try then, to keep uh, this win streak going. Been a while since we got to talk about a win. Five-game mm. losing streak we just snapped. And, I mean, if you're going to do it, it's pretty sweet to do it in the game with McCarthy coming back home. Not that I have any ill will against him, but it made it a pretty big game outside of being the Cowboys on a good record. I agree. I agree. I was looking forward to it. Um, didn't really expect us to pull it out the way we've been playing, the way they've been playing. Um, but it was... a you know, before I start mumbling off, did you know you enjoy the game? Were you surprised at one point that gosh, we're kind of hanging in there? I did enjoy it. Um, I had a busy day, so this was kind of my break in the day to be able to watch the game. Um, nice that it was a nice long one. Uh, and I, I was surprised right off the bat. It seemed like you know we were holding our own on defense, and the running the ball style was working for us. We had a good game overall from Aaron Jones and it kind of felt very frustrating um I think it was in the third quarter there to have the fumbled Amari Rogers punt oh where it's like oh my god we're we're dealing with this again for some reason and now it's going to lose us a game that we had a chance in um because shortly after that we went down by 14 in the second half and it's like well come on and he had bobbled yeah, the one I, before that where he kind of had to tap it and catch it. And, you know, he, they had Keyshawn Nixon come in instead after they pulled Amari. And mm-hmm. he caught the punt above his head with two hands. And I still felt more comfortable with that than Amari being back there. Yeah, they and the, the floor said today that the Packers are reevaluating whether they should keep him. As their punt, we're like, what do you need to know? As the punt Come returner, on. or just on the roster in general? <laughs> I think it was punt returner. Punt, but returner. Um, he has had um, four fumbles this year, and and it's just like, why? I know Basachia says he likes what he can do, but the fumbles are unacceptable. Well, he what has he done? Four chances. He doesn't have big returns that we've seen either on the ones he does catch, and isn't it? It's more than four, isn't it? I thought we were talking about four a bit ago. Um, it's that's what I I found when I was looking it up. Maybe maybe that's fumbles compared to just straight up dropping the punt, which isn't technically a fumble. Well, it, if he if he 
fumbles and gets it back for himself, I don't think it's considered a fumble, is it? No, but I, I mean, if he never caught the punt to begin with, that's just a muffed punt. It's not mm. a fumble. Mm-hmm. So, well, thirty-one twenty-eight, and it was a game that um, was delayed for us um, because of the Viking Bills game going into overtime, and mm-hmm. it was like I, I, I'm thinking about this, and I think it was like ten minutes into the game or a little bit after. I'm like, when I wonder because. Here in Minnesota, they broadcast it over, obviously, over-the-air TV. Um, so if the game runs long, they're going to always favor the home team, mm-hmm. the local team. But then I'm like, wait a minute. Maybe I can go to Direct TV in the 700s, and they might play it there until they start bringing it up on the local. So then they have to block it out. So I went there, sure enough. But it was it was already like six and a half minutes into the first quarter. But the... So we came in oh, okay. about halfway through the first quarter. Halfway. Yeah, I I watched it on the Fox Sports website. They're streaming. A lot of times they do it where you have to wait for, like I would have had to wait for the Vikings game to end, which was quite the game, by the way. I, I didn't see it, but I saw some highlights throughout the day that they were playing in games, and I watched the highlights today. Crazy game. Yeah, it was. Uh, I did see. I did see the latter part of the fourth quarter and also the overtime and okay. it was uh it, 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 the announcers were just like i have never seen this much in the last two minutes in a football game <laughs> it was just crazy all this it stuff was going crazy on. and um, i can tell you but if, i did um there's number 47 for the bills on defense he should uh he should be warm at the bench for a little while he uh <laughs> he had some pretty stupid plays one of them the Vikings were going down the field and wide receiver ran out of bounds and he came over, picked him up and threw him on the ground after like a 15 yard pass completion. So they tack on another 15. It's like, come on. And then you had another stupid I think It was interference play that helped the Vikings as well. I did get to see the whole game though. Cause instead of making me wait, they had two separate streams, one for the Viking game, one for the Packer game. Oh, so I was able to skip right to the Packer game, which was nice. Should we talk about it? Sure. Sure. 31-28, as we mentioned, Packers win on an overtime field goal. Not just going into overtime, but we did not even start with the ball, which is a little nerve-wracking. Mm-hmm. Um, but we get it back. McCarthy, very aggressive this game in his play calling. Went for it on multiple fourth downs. Mm-hmm. You know, did did again there at the end of the game, ended up not getting it. And you saw the clip of him slamming his headset down out of yeah. frustration, pulling a Tom Brady with the NFL equipment. <laughs> well, I'm he, sure he must have really wanted it there. Yeah. They talked yeah. about him not being able to sleep since 4 a.m., got to the stadium at 9 a.m. for a night game. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we had 39 run plays and 20 pass plays. I like it. Mm-hmm. With with you know our receiver core, that's what you got to do. And I wish we would have seen that earlier in the season. Um, but we were really feeding Aaron Jones, who was having success against you know Dallas is a good defense, a good run yeah. defense, mm-hmm. especially with. Um, uh, Micah Parsons there to stuff the run, Demarcus Lawrence. 
But Aaron Jones, 138 yards, 24 carries. So he averaged 5.8 per carry. And, you know, you mm. could tell he was getting, you know, cuts. He was getting through the line. And A.J. Dillon, who we've kind of lamented his average run so far this season, averaged five yards a carry as well, 65 total. Yeah, he had a couple of really nice ones when we needed it too. Mm-hmm. The, I have um, seen... Go ahead. I'm just going to say, I've seen some people upset about Aaron Jones' celebration on his touchdown. He did the Marshawn Lynch yeah. celebration, diving, like jumping into the end zone, kind of grabbing at his, you know, and swimsuit area. There, there's some Puritan Packer fans out there who are not too pleased. <laughs> you can't make them all happy, but uh, mm-hmm. Aaron Rodgers. Um, Twice has beaten the Cowboys in the postseason. In the regular season, Rodgers has 14 touchdowns, one interception. And uh, against the Cowboys, he's 6-3. and three. So uh, pretty darn good. You know, looking at a mm-hmm. team that five games slide and we really, at times, just looked horrible. And Cowboys, they are a good team. Um, and you could see it where when they needed to put their foot on the gas, boom, they uh, they scored. Yeah, they can move down the field. And what a difference to see Aaron Rodgers having fun compared mm-hmm. to the last few games, especially when he was yelling at Lafleur. I'm sure that was that was all a joke. It, he wasn't serious. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that that was interesting. <laughs> uh, but he did only throw the ball twenty times, fourteen catches. Um, if you adjust it. His adjusted completion percentage when you take out the drop passes. Watson, who had a great game, started with two big drops, which it was like, oh, mm-hmm. here we still go. Um, but credit to Rodgers to stick in with sticking to him, knowing he's, you know, our best shot as far as a weapon on the offense. And we really got him going for his, you know, his really his coming out game that so far in his career. He's been dealing with injuries, things like that. But Rodgers had an adjusted completion percentage of 84.5 yards. And of his 20 passes, two of them were completions against the Blitz, and only three of them went behind the line of scrimmage, where we've seen a lot of Rodgers completions behind the line of scrimmage so far this year. So he was moving the ball downfield, you know, looked good overall. Um, Six of 10 on passes thrown 10 yards or more in the air for 131 yards and three touchdowns, all of which went to Watson. How happy was Marsha, my mom, your well, wife. Well, I, I have a note here that says there's a certain Christian Watson fan who's very happy. Um, three touchdowns. And it really looked like he could have had a fourth one, but he didn't stay with his route. He kind of slowed down. Rogers threw it perfectly. Yeah. I don't know if you remember that one. He, um, he didn't see the ball coming, it looked like. He looked back at Rogers to see if he had thrown the ball before looking up to see if the ball was coming. And just <laughs> kind of stopped running. So... I yeah, mean, that, that would have been a, a touchdown. Rookie mistake for sure. Yes. Especially a rookie and, who's been injured most of the year. And we're gonna probably see a lot more rookie mistakes probably into next year as well, because um, as you said, he's been injured so much. But just really nice to see what's gonna be there. I mean, if he keeps getting better, this is phenomenal. This mm-hmm. is great. Yeah, it's great to see like the potential we knew was there finally coming out and showing how it can disrupt defenses because it's they don't have anyone that can match his speed. Yeah, that's what uh, Roger said in the post game. He that um, a lot of the plays were designed for Watson, so he really didn't have many many options. 
on where to go. But mm. when that mm-hmm. run game is going, it it opens up that passing game so much. They were better. really stacking the box in the second half. The Cowboys were and kind of mm-hmm. selling out against the run. And like you said, it opens up options. It's funny. So, I, I called you guys. Go ahead. I called yeah. after the game. Um, and I, I had already thought during the game, I'm like, knowing mom, how superstitious she is, this is the game she wouldn't have worn the Christian Watson jersey. We got her. She's worn it every game so far this year. And because of that, she'll because he scored three touchdowns, had a 107 yards, she won't wear it again all season. It's probably not. No. She and I called comment. you it's and sure stay enough, in the laundry room. Jersey was in the laundry room, and that's where it's gonna have to stay. <laughs> but to, just to add to that, um years ago, Marcia and I were watching a game together and she would she's like just let it play because we got a dvr um just let it play i'm just gonna go to the bathroom i'm just gonna go check on the food in the oven or something like that and it like twice in a row when she did that they scored and so we fell behind and she she looks at me and she said i'm gonna go in the other room because when i'm not in here they score well Unfortunately, they did score, and so that just added to her superstitiousness. And she is; she definitely is. <laughs> did she? Uh, was that still in the DVR era where you watched the games recorded to skip through commercials, or was that actually live? No, it was DVR. DVR, so even DVR. <laughs> I know, isn't it funny? It's recorded, honey. You can't change it. I don't care. She's not a little stitious. She's superstitious. <laughs> the Cowboys, it was the first time in franchise history that they've had the lead of 14 points in the fourth quarter and lost. 159. 100, 195. Ooh, 195. Got numbered and oh, 195 and oh in such games before. What, what, what is that record now? A hundred and fifty nine and one. No, <laughs> come on. A hundred and ninety five and one. And McCarthy's okay. got it. They look at it and say, "Yeah, and the one time, the one it time. was your old team." Doesn't it feel like it's usually other teams breaking these weird records against us? That it's kind of nice to be yeah, on the 100%. winning end of it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see. I mean, we talked about Watson with his great game, a few drops, a couple mental errors on that could have been touchdown, but just seeing how physically and athletically dominant he was out there, it you know makes you excited for what we'll see coming up, especially mm-hmm. once Romeo Dubs gets healthy, um, Randall Cobb gets back, you'll just open him up more. Uh, Sammy Watkins, though, had a big game as well. Yeah. Got a ton of yards for... 47 yards on three catches, but he caught all his targets for some big ones, you know, some difficult catches. He was where he needed to be. And after some ugly mental mistakes and not being where Rogers thought he would be in the last few weeks, it was nice to see. I agree. Hey, you know, um, you like to talk about that. The, uh, the games are semi fixed and to keep them close. I don't, I'm not saying semi Okay, yeah, keep them close, more so not fixed. <laughs> <laughs> That's semi-fixed, man. It's it's not like they're d- deciding who's going to win necessarily, yeah. but they don't want to get it too far away. Fixed makes me think it's 
because they want a certain outcome for the betting odds. I think this is for audience, for getting more eyeballs on the game, more money with advertisers. So, um, Jero, your sister, my daughter, Jenny, and her boyfriend, Arrow. Um, Arrow is a Kansas City Chiefs fan. Mm-hmm. And that was a noon game. They came over to watch the Packer game with us after that. And um, <laughs> you should have seen your sister. She was very animated at how bad the referees were. And and then she's going through the plays. And it was just like, she did a great job explaining it. And she's like, so they hit helmet to helmet and not going to call a penalty. <laughs> just going through all this stuff. Um, there were some some penalties i know i saw um i think it was uh texas star newspaper was saying that the uh, uh mccarthy was um uh justified in his anger with the referees uh there was a holding call that pulled back a, a big play yeah. and i can't remember what the other one was but it probably was the holding. jair alexander pass interference near the end of the game where it's stopped him on third down and the replay kind of showed he was he did get to the receiver pretty early, but they didn't call it. Yeah, I I would agree with that one too. It, but you know, that's the one thing that I I really don't enjoy listening or watching a game with um, somebody that's just like anytime it's a, a penalty against the other team is justified. Anytime it's a penalty against us, it's not. Because mm-hmm. there were not... some bad calls that went each way. Yes, exactly. like one of them was I think it was a twenty twenty five year yard run by Aaron Jones called back um, on Bakhtiari for holding and they show the replay and he didn't do anything wrong. No. Literally had his hands inside the pads, let go once the guy changed directions. Like, what more can you ask from him? But I don't know. I think part of it, um, because there were some really bad calls in the Viking game I've heard about as well. Like, there was a drop ball by the Bills that was pretty clearly a drop it ball was. in the final two minutes and instead they did not review it gave them the catch um and that was under two minutes so it had to come from above and and even the head of the referee said yeah that should have been reviewed yeah they had a goal line uh drive for the vikings at the end of the game where i think they got tackled for like negative four negative five yards to push them back and make it you know longer throw to get to the goal um but then you look at the replay and the bills had 12 defenders on the field no wonder they got a tackle for a loss right yeah um so just a lot of things and i think part of it is we're seeing just human error and kind of the limits of what humans are capable of in such a fast paced sport where they have so much to keep track of well we have you know the god view eye in the sky you know, instant replay, slow mo, mm-hmm. all that. It's like you just you can't compete. Seventy two different angles. New York can't go in and change everything, or they're not going to. You see the same thing in like professional soccer, where like refs are so hated right now, but part of it's because they never had instant replay before this. Um yeah, but I, I just feel like I go back to you can't I just can't believe that it wouldn't get better if they were full-time. No, I agree. I think they should be. And then they're constantly training in the off-season, going through their, what they did right, what they did wrong, that kind of thing. 
Mm-hmm. Um, but the NFL, they just hang on to this. And it's just amazing. These these billionaires are just like, oh, I don't want to pay them for a full-time wage. Yeah. Can't pay them full-time. Can't get rid of the artificial turf. Yeah, that's you know, uh, it's, it's... that's back up in the news. Yeah. Yeah, I've seen a lot of news around that since the Rashawn Gary ACL injury now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when when you don't, it, there the stats are there, but the NFL came out and said there's really only two or three injuries that might have been caused by, I think they call it split turf, mm-hmm. um, and but the stats actually are this is a political spin. It's two or three per team that has that turf, not two or three a year. Even if it's two or three a year and you could fix it. Why not? You know, but I, I that's where it's me. It's just kind of a weird dynamic because you're paying these guys multi-million dollars and then you but you're willing to let them get injured, possibly out for the season or two or forever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's it's all about money. We know they don't care about players on an individual level. The owners or the league themselves, they've shown that. Mm-hmm. Many a time, it's about the league's image, its stockholder value, and yeah, continued growth. So I I don't see it changing, um, unless the well, I mean just, the NFL Players Association has more power than they probably ever have before. So they need to they need to use it. I think that you know if you could come to a middle ground and say, um, if you if you're gonna have turf. Don't have split turf, which if I understand right, it's just the way that the individual turf threads are. They're, they're, they are literally split or something, and so their cleats get stuck in it. Um, but there's like seven teams, I think, that have it. And it's just Vikings being one of them. I don't know. I don't know. I heard the uh, the that German uh, the game in Germany, uh, the field was really bad as well. Really? Yeah. But let's talk players, defense. One of the players said, uh, fly 10 hours to play on this blankety blank turf. Thanks, NFL. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> yeah. All right. Let's talk defense. Especially it's such a physical sport. Um, main highlight of the defense is obviously Rudy Ford safety who we brought in as a special teamer to kind of shore up the special teams be that you know gunner who can get down the field mm-hmm. and he has really shown um a lot of talent in the defense on safety he had an interception earlier in the season and this was really obviously his career game so far he had two big interceptions uh two other pass stops two stops against the run um, he did have a missed tackle on one of their touchdowns, which is a bummer. But overall, great game for Ford. And really kind of a ball hawk. It seems like he knows where to be to kind of get his hands on the ball. And we've we've needed that. We've been missing that. So you're talking of Rudy Ford? Rudy Ford. Okay. Rudy! Said that. <laughs> hey, I saw an interview with Rudy um, or... I don't know if it was Rudy or his teammates and the teammates are like, ah, it didn't really kind of work that way. That's not really what happened, but you know, it's Hollywood. 
Um, oh, you mean the actual Rudy at Notre Dame? Yeah. Yeah, the movie they made for him was, uh, they took quite a liberty. There was a guy named Rudy. I mean, imagine he went that. to Notre Dame. <laughs> <laughs> it's Hollywood, baby. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, some other nice performances on the defense. Uh, Lowry, Dean Lowry, had a run stop. <laughs> and a Hurry while also drawing a key holding penalty in overtime. And Igbari has continued to step up at outside linebacker this season. Good to see he had two pressures, including a quarterback hit, two run stops. And then Jaron Reed, the defensive lineman, led the team with six quarterback pressures and three hits. That's a good offensive line that we we were getting pressure, and I was not sure if we were going too much without Rashawn Gary in there to kind of take a lot of those blocks. Mm-hmm. So it was good to see. Yeah, it was. It was good. And when um, we we basically we blanked them in the fourth quarter, um, where mm-hmm. the second and third they scored four touchdowns in those two quarters, and then you get to the fourth. And where it enables us to come back and tie the game. That was that was massive. Yeah. Yeah. And a big part of that was like we talked about Christian Watson. He's had some big mental mistakes and drops, but in the big moments this game, those three touchdowns and then another big third down where he had kind of a crossing drag route. Um Rogers was under pressure, got in kind of a sidearm throw to Watson, and he got down under the defender um some big moments for watts in this game and he stepped up yeah he sure did he sure did um i was just looking trying to see but uh rogers got sacked twice this game did he not yes sacked nice. twice for 16 yards did you see that uh God, was so did dak prescott by the way yes um one of them, he almost got away there at, at the end, but uh, they were still able to bring him down. Rodgers is now 11th in rushing in team history. That's crazy. <laughs> it's not like he's a running quarterback. you know. Old he, man can still do it. <laughs> yeah, and he did a really weird flop on that long run he had, too. Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting. Um, Dak Prescott, didn't he had one. Oh, I'm trying to remember it now. It was like third and short or something where it looked like we stopped him at the line and he kind of just powered his way through for a first down. He's a strong guy. Oh, yeah. Big, big guy. Deceiving. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Tony Pollard. Um, To talk about our rush defense a little bit here, which has struggled all year. Um, Zeke Elliott was out with injury, so Tony Pollard's the main guy. But so far this year for the Cowboys, Tony Pollard has been the main guy. Um, mm-hmm. Ezekiel's the main name there. He's the known entity, but Tony Pollard has played really well, made a lot of nice runs for them. Uh, he had 22 carries, 115 yards, 5.2 per carry average and a touchdown. So it's not like we shut him out, but we, we contained him in a lot of ways. Um, I think on some big plays, we got the stop where we needed to, but he, he really was able to, it felt like a lot of first downs, he's getting them five, six, seven yards, which is frustrating. But mm-hmm. like you said, they're yeah. a good offense. They move the ball. Ben, don't uh, break. The uh, quarterback rating 
It was 78.6 for Dak and 146.7 for Aaron. Um, Dak had 265 yards. Aaron had 224. Um, two interceptions for Dak, none for Aaron. Throwing to Rudy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I mean, this comes after earlier in the week they were – talking to Aaron about the upcoming big game against the Cowboys after losing to some teams that it felt we should beat. And he made the statement, well, I want people to remember I am the two-time defending MVP. I bet on myself and I believe, you know, we can do some great things still. And I mean, it's it's a big statement for someone who just had probably the worst game of their career, but he came in and he played well. Yeah, I agree. He did. Um, it was just nice to see a complete game that they stuck to it and then getting in uh, the defense held up mm-hmm. Dallas in overtime and then least... we were able to march down the field and give uh, the silver haired fox a chance to win yeah. it again and I got a stat for you on uh, Crosby say at least three quarters of a complete game I don't know if you can count that third quarter Okay. Uh, <laughs> Best Mason, so far this year, though. Mason Crosby is now 5 of 6 in overtime field goals. That's a pretty good record. Not bad. Not bad. I uh, I think the Vikings kicker, Greg something, had uh, his first miss. Maybe it was an extra point, though, his first miss of the season. And... Uh, I, uh, our, my friend Daniel, you know, I told him a little bit ago because he's, he's watching the Vikings. He's going, I don't know, man. They just seem so good and it's frustrating. And I'm like, it, they'll mess it up. Don't worry. They'll mess it up. They always do. And he texted year, me during the game. They are. He texted me during the game. He's like, I keep thinking of what you said, but they're finding ways to win and like all this. And I was like, well, I'm not necessarily saying each game they'll mess it up. They've had great regular seasons before. I'm talking about winning the whole thing. They'll mess right. it up. Wide the better right. the kicker does, the more pressure will be on that championship winning kick that goes wide left. You did you so you didn't see any of the Bills Vikings game? I just saw the highlights today. So then you you must have seen the fumble in the end zone. For yeah, the Bills? yeah, that was crazy. Oh my! Some, God. some crazy mental errors for Josh uh, Allen. Man. Last few weeks he's had some interesting mistakes. Yeah, and I can't, you know, he's, I know he has a elbow injury, but that's, that's different. <laughs> that's some of the stuff he's doing. It just, it, it, I don't know if he's trying too hard, too much confidence or, but that fumble where um, they were like on the one foot line in their own end zone and trying to get out. And um, they, instead of, because they were hit by, what was it like? four three four i don't know they they could have there was only like 40 seconds left in the game and you know in my thinking why not just snap the ball to the quarterback and then have him step back and try to use up as much time and take a safety and then you gotta punt it to the vikings and then they're gonna have to charge down the field to try and and beat you but no they decided to do a quarterback sneak and they, I don't think he even had 
two hands on the ball. It hit one hand and it fumbled and the Vikings recover in the end zone and score a touchdown. It was just a crazy series of events. A lot of crazy plays in that game from what I've seen and some crazy catches. You had the Stefan Diggs jumping up one-handed grab earlier in the game only to be outdone later by Justin Jefferson on fourth and oh, 18. Wow. Goes up, takes it out of the defender's hands who shouldn't have been trying to catch it anyways. The defender should I have know. batted that down to begin with. He helped Jefferson, if anything, on it. Um, but just a crazy jumping up, one-handed grab, didn't let it hit the ground. And every time I see Justin Jefferson continue to have these games, I think about the fact that, do you remember last year um, when uh, Ian Rappaport reported that we had tried to trade up in the draft, in the 2020 draft, uh, for Justin Jefferson out of LSU? No, I do not. Um, no. We tried to trade up for him. We were like, Making making moves and then the Vikings took them when we weren't expecting it. And so we instead traded up for Jordan Love. Um, but every time you see Jefferson have these monster games, I just keep thinking, what if, especially this yeah. season when we've been struggling at receiver, what if it was Rodgers throwing to Justin Jefferson? But all right, hey, man. Interesting. They moved to eight and one. Packers are four and six. Do you think we have a chance at the playoffs? Yes. Obviously, we did not. If we lost this game, it would have felt like, but there's I, I feel 17 like, games. Um, well, before we get into what our upcoming schedule is, um, do you want to do the game ball? Sure, let's do the game ball. And now it's time for the game ball. Congratulations, young man. Rudy Ford stepping up big at safety with two game-changing interceptions. Oh, we got to give one more. You want me to give one more? All right. Yeah. Count me down. Go. <laughs> I wanted to do it all again. No, no, all no, right. no. We don't have to the punish our listeners. Bleeding green and gold. They would love it. The second bleeding green and gold game ball goes to drum roll, please. That's you can't do it on your shirt. Christian Watson, Mr. Uncoverable. Yep. Yeah. Hands like silk, never drops a thing. <laughs> Runs past every defender. Uh yeah, that was uh yeah, it's just fun, man. It, it yeah, just it, it just feels fun. so much better when you finally write the ship a little bit. Especially here. a fun game like this. Back and forth. You feel like you <clears> went <throat> in and you deserve the win. Um, I was <clears> debating <throat> giving it to Christian Watson right off the bat, but then I was like, you know, he had those two drops, that mental error on the, the big goal route. Rudy Ford didn't really make many mistakes this game. He had that missed tackle, but those huge interceptions and stops. So I gave it to him, but I like it. Let's give away two game balls. We're flush with cash. We don't mind. Congrats, <laughs> get, Rudy. Con congrats, Christian. We get uh, Nerf, Nerf footballs sent to us, so we get uh, we don't have to pay anything for them. So we don't the even expenses. box them up. We put the stamps right on the football, right at the address, <laughs> right on there, and we just hand it to the mailman. We throw it to the mailman. Well, there you go. 
There you go. <laughs> and they drop it every time because it's green and gold. Um, yeah. Okay, so coming up, um, and then we can kind of cover some of the the other games and um, and how the standings are. But sounds good because we are at Tiz in that season. Um, we are, by the way, we're recording. Oh uh, yeah, Monday. Monday afternoon, leading up and, to the Thursday um, game. Yep, because we got a Thursday night game against the Tennessee Titans, and our run defense better be ready. <laughs> they better be. You you're gonna go up some of the other then, upcoming uh, games. Sure, and then that follows up. So then, obviously, it 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 sucks that we got to turn around so quickly after that big win and then we got a tough team like the titans coming in what are they six and three i think uh yeah six and three um <clears throat> and then we follow that up we got 10 days off to get ready for the eagles Oof. and i believe the eagles play the the vikings uh this weekend so hopefully know. there's no survivors in that matchup that's right they, they just uh just one game injuries for everybody um, that follows up with the early December game against the the Bears in Chicago. And then the Rams come to the Packers, followed up by the Packers going to Miami. They always do this to us. December 25th, we're going to be in hot, hot weather after our boys have gotten their blood thick for being in Green Bay. And then we have the mm -hmm. Vikings come to the Packers for a New Year's day game and then the following week the lions come to the packers hopefully we can get revenge there so yeah i don't know the dolphins look really good i wouldn't have thought that earlier in the season but uh they're winning yeah they're they winning. look really good great offense great receivers uh do you want to hear what the current um odds are for the packers to make the playoffs after this win sure what would you guess what would you guess uh 20%. 9%. Oh, I was being generous. Yep. Did I mean last we odds? looked I think it was 17% then we lost two more games. <laughs> yeah. Uh so yeah, did you hear the 9%. odds for the game against the Titans? The odds? You mean like the betting line? But not line? the odds, what the the what do they call that? The betting so, line? Yeah, the betting line is two and a half for the Packers. Packers are favorite, huh? At home. Yeah. So basically, because they usually give three to three and a half points for the home team. Mm -hmm. um, so we're more like half a point to a one point favorite, probably. Maybe. Interesting. I mean, Titans, they're six and three first in their division, but they have been fallible. You know, they, they have weaknesses on that team. And Derrick Henry needs to have a good game for them to get their wins. The times he hasn't stepped up big, is they have their three losses on the season. So got to well, stop Tannehill, Derrick the train Henry. Was Tannehill back for this this week? Do you know? I am. Um, I know he's been um, injured. Yeah, because I, I thought but, he was going to be for the last one, and he wasn't. Yes, he was. He came back 19 okay. of 36, 255 yards, and two touchdowns in their win against the Broncos. Okay, so they got their passing game coming back. Henry so. only had 53 yards in that game. Whoa. Oh. Oh. Interesting. So the um, the Dolphins 
are are leading their division over the Jets, surprising Jets, six or seven to three. Um and the um AFC East, AFC North, the Ravens are on top. AFC South, the next team coming to Lambeau, Titans, six and three. Um, by the way, number two, NFC or AFC South is the Indianapolis Colts. They had that brew ha ha that happened where they brought in Jeff Saturday as the uh, coach. He has no coaching experience. The fact but, that the Raiders lost to them is hilarious. <laughs> I mean, and and the owner of the Raiders came out today, I think it was, and he says, I think we're going in a, the perfect direction. I have no problems at all with the coaching. And it's like, yeah, right. Okay. Um, and then uh, Kansas I think City. The fact the Raiders are doing so bad might be why Belichick still hasn't hired an offensive coordinator for the Patriots. He knows maybe. McDaniel's coming back home. <laughs> Uh, AFC East, the Chiefs seven and two in the lead. NFC East, Eagles eight and zero. Oh. Giants are having one of the best seasons they've had in a long time at seven and two. But Eagles are just—they just won't lose. Vikings in our division at eight and one. Um, Buccaneers, NFC South at five and five, and the NFC West. It's the Seahawks who lost to Baltimore or the. Um, Tampa Bay Buccaneers um, in Germany. They're at six and four. Munich. All right. Should we go over some picks here and we can yeah. scoop up any other games we want to talk about? Well, do you want to go over our picks first? What do you mean? That's what I'm talking about. Oh, I thought you meant like going over, like you want to go over what we what just happened, right? Yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm so not sure what the alternative would have been, but well, all right. We just go. Sometimes we go through the big games for the week. Oh yeah, no. Let's start with our picks. So we went into the week, Mike plus six somehow. Who knows? Um, <laughs> and in in these first ones, I should have picked against you a little bit because we had Falcons lose to the Panthers. We both took the Falcons. Yep. We had Seahawks lose to the Bucks. We both took the Seahawks. Mm-hmm. We had Lions lose to the Bears. We both took the Bears. Man. <laughs> that Lions about- game, 31 to 30 for Detroit. Yep. Is that um, two games in a row now? Is it because it's last yeah, it's week? Two we games in a row. Them, so. Yeah. Yeah. Did you see that we picked up they fired their um, quarterback coach, secondary coach, and the Packers picked him up. Oh yeah. <laughs> But they're not going to make him the quarterback coach. They're going. He's going to be like a um, helping Lafleur scheme him on copies. the offense. Side. Oh, okay. How defenses are looking at how he would scheme against the Packers, kind of thing. So apparently, he and Lafleur worked together. I think maybe in California. I'm not sure, but it was okay. interesting. NFL is all about who you know. All right, and then we Vikings had... over the Bills. Mm-hmm. And who did we pick? I took the Vikings. You took the Bills. I got that one right. Ooh. I was not too sure about that one. Glad I stuck <laughs> with the Vikings because after a crazy game, I get one back. And then we had Chargers at 49ers um, for the night game. And uh, forty. we both took the 49ers who went in 
and handled their business beating the Chargers. Mm-hmm. And then the Packer game, I forgot because we have it in a weird order on the sheet here. You took the Cowboys. You convinced me to take the Packers, and the Packers win it. <laughs> so now it's four. Wow. Mike plus four. I think this might be the first week of the season that I'm moving in the right direction here. <laughs> And then we have the Monday night game. Commanders travel to the Eagles. And we do not, we both took the Eagles in this one, but we do not know the result yet because we're recording at 4.50 currently Central, Central time, time before the game starts. Mm-hmm. Yep. So we'll have to do that one next week. You got to make a note. Yeah. It won't, it won't change the results because we both took the Eagles. Any well, other games that would you be talk great. About? Would you like to see the Eagles start getting nipped at a little bit? I mean, at this point, I don't really care. <laughs> We're not going to win the division, so let's go for the wild card, and the Eagles don't affect us there. I guess the the more they beat up within their own division and get losses on the Commanders and Giants, the better it helps us with the wild card. Yeah, true. So you kind of want them to keep going. Okay. Um, Good question, though, okay. Mike. Thank you, Sean. Yeah. We got... Uh, so you want to pick... The next round sounds good. Was there any other games you wanted to touch on? I think we talked about most of them. They ended up I, a I lot of them so. being picks, and I think we're good. I have nothing else to touch on. So right now it's what four? Mike's Mike Mike plus four. four going into this week, right. and we start out on Thursday night football. The reason we're recording Monday, and we have Titans traveling to Lambeau Field against the mighty Green and Gold. And you might think that the uh, being from Tennessee, that they uh, the warm weather team coming, but eh, Tennessee gets kind of chilly too. They get snow and mm-hmm. everything else, so it's not like the Buccaneers coming up. Snow Tampa, here but... today, first real yeah, snowy day of the year. It's in central uh, Minnesota. It's one of those when you wake up and you look outside and you go, "Oh, what the is that?" <laughs> <laughs> I'm is taking that the Thanksgiving. Pack. Picking the pack, I am too. All right. All right. You've been you've been hurt already. You don't want to bet against them again. <laughs> Bears at Falcons. Noon game on Sunday. <clears throat> this is a tough one. And the Bears are and so are the Falcons. They're just so up and down. Um mm-hmm. I'll go with the home team. You going with the home team, the dirty birds? All right. I'll go with the Bears. I'll go with the Bears. I really feel it's like a coin toss. He had a Justin Fields continues to, now that they've let him loose, just run the ball like a madman. He had like a, I can't remember what it was, like a 70-something yard run this last game where he was just booking it. He he got into the end zone, kind of just fell over. (laughs) But yeah, you know, now that they let him do what he's good at doing, it, it weirdly is working for them. Who would have thought? You you drafted him because he was good at what he was doing, but then you didn't let him do it. Hmm. Hmm. That's what Jim McMahon said. You know, quarterbacks go to Green Bay to excel. Quarterbacks go to Chicago to die. That's right. All right. We have the two-win streak Detroit fighting Campbells going to the 7-2 and two Giants. Who you got? Giants. 
Yeah, me too. Sorry, Lions. I've bet on you a few times this year, and you keep letting me down. Yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine how the fans feel. Yeah. All right, we have Cowboys going to Minnesota against the Vikings. Who do you got? Oh, I think I got probably the Vikings again in this one, unfortunately. Unfortunately. I'm going to go with the Cowboys. Going with the Cowboys. Yep. Need to get back to their winning ways, keep up with the Eagles. You think they're going to pull it out? I think that, um, plus, they kind of got their PP um, wept a little bit with the Packer game, their ego me, bruised. I'm Googling and so, it here. Um, it's it's going to help them too, wouldn't it? If uh, for a playoff race, if they beat the Vikings, it will. So I just looked it up. Even being away, going to Minnesota, Cowboys are the favorite, one point favorite according to Vegas. That might change before Sunday, but oh sure, at the moment they're one point favorites. All right, so we disagree. You take the Cowboys, I take the Vikings, and we have the Sunday night thriller, Kansas City Chiefs. Going to the Sandy, no, the Sandy <laughs> L.A. Chargers. They they were at the beach. They have a lot of sand on them. <laughs> that's what's that's that the problem this year? Um, I just wrote Chargers, and I'm so used to. <laughs> I'm gonna go with the Chiefs. No one cares that the Chargers are in L.A. Even the people in L.A. Exact. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> they could have going... a really good team, and then the the, the opposing team has more fans in the stadium exactly especially if they're from the upper midwest Mm -hmm. you're going chiefs yeah i'm going chiefs too hey hey not right now cat (laughs) the cat has arrived yeah she decided she's not gonna let you do that no she'll be back but we we're almost (laughs) done so i have bought myself some time she was going i'm gonna i'm gonna after the microphone string it out i'm gonna string (laughs) string it out well, I also have class starting soon, so I can't string it out too long. All right. And then we have wrapping up the picks Monday night football, the San Francisco 49ers who have really turned their season around after bringing in McCaffrey, getting Debo Samuel healthy and Garoppolo taking over from Trey Lance. Then 49ers travel to the struggling Arizona Cardinals. Oh, well, actually, they did beat the Rams. The- they did. The Cardinals did just beat the Rams. Uh, the Rams are struggling big time. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, 49ers. Yeah, same here. Hard, hard to, hard to pick the Cardinals right now. Mm-hmm. And like we said, the 49ers. I think what are they now? Five and four. Hang on, I got yeah. it right here. Five and four. Yep. Yeah. The, I think they're better than that record. They've dealt with some adversity adversity earlier in the season, but they really turned things around. They look like a strong team. I agree. So And I Garoppolo not... looks like he should be in there. <laughs> yeah, he does. He looks good. Um, I know they were moving on from him, but you know, they're really they have to be thanking whoever made the call to keep him as the backup because Trey Lance went down early. And if they didn't have Garoppolo, imagine how much they'd be kicking themselves right now. Yep, I totally agree. So um, we, we differ. Mike plus four, we differ on Bears and Falcons. I took the Bears. We differ on Cowboys-Vikings. I took the Vikings. And that is it. So it will be Mike plus two 
coming next week. <laughs> Okie dokie. You know, it'd be great, though, just for a football fan sense of knowing the rivalry between Washington and Philadelphia for tonight's game mm-hmm. and um, to see the commanders pull out a win because, I mean, it's it's brutal uh, how much. Same thing I with mean, Dallas, you know. And, and... The game hasn't happened yet. I'll let you switch your pick. <laughs> no, <laughs> That's no how I kind just, I, I, I love when teams are able to pull off the impossible. I don't think the Packers pulled off the impossible, but it was people were not very uh, positive that they were going to be able to beat Dallas. Yeah. And uh, I mean, less so, in like the polls they do for who they think is going to win. It was the least Packer fans ever picking the Packers to win that game. Less than 20% of Packer fans thought they would beat the Cowboys. Really? Yeah. So less than 20% were homers. That's right. <laughs> the, the other 80 plus percent were, uh, I just got to be realistic. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They. I mean, they turned it around and beating a good team. It kind of makes you think like, you know, they, they can do it. They, they could figure it out. It's still a long shot. They got some tough games. This is a tough part of their schedule. We thought we'd get some wins stacked away before this and we dropped all those games. Exactly. Yeah. Um, tough to lose Rashawn Gary for the season, but you never know. The NFL is a weird, weird league, and it's a weird game with an oddly shaped ball that bounces in weird ways. And it's really not football. It's handball. Um, by the way, there's a possibility Randall Cobb could return for this game Thursday night. And that'd be uh, cool. Linebacker Devondre Campbell is day to day with his knee injury. So that would be cool. That would be. Quay Walker had a decent game this week. We've been a little down on him, but I think he mm-hmm. kind of turned it around. He had a huge tackle on a third down. So, yeah. Let's see what can happen. You know, we're all right. We're down, it's... but we're not out. Four and six. Time to run the table. Run the table. <laughs> um. So everybody, uh, just just to refresh, um, we try and say this every every podcast. Thank you so much for listening in. It's just uh, it's something we love to do. Get to hang out together and uh, talk about something we both enjoy very much, and uh, just appreciate you doing it. I know you got a lot of options out there, so thank you so much. If you get a chance, join us on the Facebook page. We probably can start getting more um action and people joining us now that we got a win because i don't blame people when you lose two in a row mm-hmm. three in a row four in a row five in a row okay i'm moving on oh what uh, golf match is on today um but yeah cool we appreciate you being here thank you for listening and we'll be back after the next packers victory until next week go Pack. Go. <laughs> Just trying to get weirder and weirder each week. Now. Yep. Thank you for listening to the Bleeding Green and Gold podcast with your hosts, Sean and Mike Reagan. Make sure to subscribe and check out the website at bleedinggreenandgold.com. Join the Facebook group. All questions and comments are welcome. Send them to feedback at bleedinggreenandgold.com. And until next time, go pack, go. Go.